Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. We got a two-parter today. I didn't record anything yesterday because I kept thinking something might pop and wanted to loop it all into one. This is going to be my last podcast of the week, so I'm just pulling the trigger here. We have not talked about a Landon Roberts, so first half of the podcast is going to be about him. Second half is going to be a little bit about what's next slash you know, salary cap space, etc. So, I get the Landon Roberts signing. He's 28 years old. He's a thumper. I mean, he's a, an old school type downhill player. He's actually a very good blitzer that consistently gets to the quarterback, blows people up with some regularity. Um, productive. You know, I mean, he's a good football player. Now, I think the combination of him and Holcomb is better than what they played with last year. I mean, frankly, I mean, that was the weakest position on the team last year was off the ball linebacker. No question in my mind. I've got, I've cited the stats over and over. The lack of big plays and splash was alarming from that group. Now, the, the pairing of Holcomb and Roberts isn't exactly Ham and Lambert. I mean, they're not. I'm sure a lot of you hadn't heard of either one of them before they got signed. But they are cheaper, and it's they're I don't want to say they're placeholders. Roberts is a placeholder. Um, Holcomb, I think, has high potential, and you heard the you know my thoughts on him earlier in the week. But Roberts, you can line up and play with. Ideally, though, I think he's your third inside linebacker. Really good special teamer. Um, questionable in coverage. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Is if he's out there a high percentage of the snaps, I think he gets picked on. He's more of a downhill guy. He's more of a thumper. He's 28 years old. They signed him to a two-year deal. I still haven't seen the exact specifics of the deal, but I'm assuming that this regime, as they often do with these two-year deals, give him a chunk up front and can get out of it after a year if need be without money, you know, very little ramifications. Fine. Again, you can line up week one with him and play. I would assume they hope Mark Robinson or a draft pick or Bobby Wagner, I don't know, I mean, it would be in the mix to pass him up. But again, he's a placeholder and a good special teamer, really good special teamer and a really good third inside linebacker. Adequate to below average second inside linebacker. So there's that. An interesting wrinkle about him though, you know, along the lines of the special team stuff is Bill Belichick used him at fullback quite a bit. And it's kind of a Patriot thing to do. You know, it's not uncommon across the league. You take a undersized D tackle or an oversized linebacker and ask him to do short yardage blocking, things of that nature. And why I bring it up is I've often referenced Connor Hayward as a use check type guy. And I know, you know, uh, Derek Watt obviously has ties with the team and, you know, the brother thing and all that, but he's a free agent and maybe you don't need a true fullback on the team. I mean, maybe the combination of Roberts and Hayward saves you a fullback roster spot. And that's not a knock on Watt. Watt's an elite special teamer. And in fact, his last name is Watt, not Williamson, probably helps him. Don't get me wrong. But if you can get Watt on the cheap, great. If not, I think you'd be okay with Roberts and Hayward as two different styles of fullback. One's more of the pass catcher use check type in Hayward, where Roberts comes on hill and blows things up in short yardage for three snaps a game like Watt does, you know, and might even be better at than Watt. Watt really isn't a hammerhead fullback type. So I thought that was an interesting wrinkle. I don't think the Steelers have addressed that from what I've heard, you know, in terms of 
what do you do? You know, is that part of the plan or not? I just thought it was an interesting nugget about the player. Um, I would think as it stands today, Friday, March 17th, drafting a linebacker high is probably still in the mix. Uh, who knows exactly, but I think that's certainly a possibility. I know Coach Tomlin was at Clemson. I'm sure he had a, a good look at Simpson down there. Um, they'll be on top of all those guys. So I'm not taking one at 17. I would have preferred to do it in free agency, but I also have a hunch that this regime doesn't want a lot of money invested off the ball. So just a hunch. Uh, quick break here. We'll talk a little bit more money in a minute over and out. All right, I am back. So, sticking with the linebacker theme, Spillane is a Raider. Bush signed this morning with Seattle. Jack got cut yesterday or the day before, freeing up some cap space. And they also restructured Minka's contract. So, I'm a little hesitant to bring this up because these things aren't always exactly up to date by the moment. But Jason Fitzgerald at Over the Cap does a tremendous job. And anything cap-related, I always, always, always defer to him. So I pulled this up yesterday. I pulled it up today. And I think it's correct. I, you know, I, I can't imagine a Landon Roberts contract has that many ramifications. Because you opened up money with Jack. Roberts is going to be cheaper than what you saved with Jack. And you opened up money with Minka. So... According to their calculations, and I don't know the last time this was updated, but I think it was very recent. I think they're very much on top of this. Only the Bears, Falcons, Packers, Cardinals, Colts, Cowboys, Raiders have more cap space right now than the Steelers. So the Steelers, according to what they have here, have $21.3 million to spend. Now, it's, it's noteworthy that some of that, of course, like every team, will have to go to rookies. You want to keep three, four, five, six million of it in your back pocket when the season starts to sign people, trades, things of that nature. You can also roll it over to next year. So it's not like spend it or lose it. So, but that being said, you restructured Minka for a reason. You know, I mean, I keep, that's why I was hesitant to, to do this podcast because I keep thinking, and maybe it's just wishful thinking, that there, is a big move on the horizon. And I'm not trying to tease you. I don't know that's the case. But I also know they can restructure TJ Watt to open up more cap space if they want. They can cut Gunner. They could cut Witherspoon. I think that saves up about six just by those two moves. We've talked Trubisky. I don't think he's going to get cut. So even if I'm off here, there's a lot of capabilities to even open up more space. And I can't quite figure out why, who, what the targets would be if I'm correct on this. You know, I keep thinking about it. They supposedly were linked to Orlando Brown, which ended up he signed with the Bengals. And I thought Orlando Brown going to free agency would be the most overpriced guy in the whole market. And the Bengals got a heck of a deal on him. So when I saw the numbers, I thought, wow, no wonder the Steelers were in on that. You know, if that's true, because he's an above average left tackle. I, only an above-average left tackle. He's not a great player. I thought he'd get paid like a top-five left tackle. He didn't. So at that number, I would have been interested if I were the Steelers. So those rumors, if true, add up to me. 
Would they pivot to an Isaiah win? Maybe. I mean, as a left tackle slash right tackle guard, if need be, but an upgrade at left tackle. Is that something they're considering? I'm sure Wynn would come in even lower than the Orlando Brown contract. Here's a crazy thought. Could they trade for Laramie Tunsil, who's a top three left tackle? Probably cost you the 30-second pick and a chunk of cap space. Maybe. I mean, I think that there could be a move like that on the horizon. Um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is a guy I'd be really interested in as a big nickel safety agitator you know, uh, fill out your secondary type guy. But there's not a lot out there at the moment. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not barren. You know, you could sign Bobby Wagner, though, to a one-year deal and bump Roberts down to the third spot like we talked about and kind of ignore linebacker for a year. So I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of sniffing around on this one. What are you going to do with that cap space? I mean, I, I think I'm accurate with this cap space thing. The other thing you could do, and you see this more and more too, as as teams try to get cap compliant, is you'll see a lot of seventh round picks get traded to cap stricken teams for established veterans that they were going to cut. Now, the Steelers could turn into that team too. They've never been that team because they've always had Ben's contract. They have two seventh round picks. Who cares? Dump them both, you know. But if you could get. A guy that's going to get cut, that's a good player, a good player, but he's just, that team can't quite afford him at the time. For a seventh round pick, because you have cap space, maybe you start to make those type of moves. Like, I'm not saying you're going to go trade for DeAndre Hopkins or, you know, something like that. I did throw out Tunsil, but um, you could be that type of team where, man, this guy's a $5 million cap hit. He's probably only worth about four, and the team is really tight against the cap. But he's a good player, but something's got to give. So instead of cutting him, they send him to you for a seventh-round pick. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about this a lot. If there are 21, you know, plus million dollars sitting there in the bank for the Steelers, where's that going to go? I'm sure some could go to Highsmith. You know, you could give some to your own, but that's not even really a precedent right now. You know, you can make that happen down the road. You can restructure Watt or whoever. So I'm real curious. I keep thinking there's going to be a shoe to drop, but I wanted to record this and talk Roberts with you guys anyway. So that's where we're at. Uh, Have everyone have a great weekend. If something big happens, I will respond to it ASAP. Take care.